Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, December 11th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Isabel Danzis. And I'm Liam Dahlborn. And here are your headlines for today. New Yorkers paid minimum wage, you're about to get a raise. That's right, Liam. Starting January 1st, the minimum wage will increase from 15 to 16 bucks an hour in the city, Westchester, and Long Island. Yep, and this is part of a larger plan passed by the state earlier this year. It means that the minimum wage will increase by 50 cents a year until it reaches $17 in 2026. Governor Hochul is urging those who don't see more money in their paychecks to file a complaint with the Department of Labor. If you Googled Barbie in 2023, you're not alone. Yep. Google released their most looked-up terms this year. Barbie was the most searched term in entertainment. The Barbie and Oppenheimer mashup, Barbenheimer, was second. Israel and Hamas was the most searched news topic, followed by the Ocean Gate submarine that got lost en route to the Titanic this summer. Damar Hamlin was the most Googled person. He is the safety for the Buffalo Bills, who went into cardiac arrest on the field and almost died. Actor actor Jeremy Renner was number two. He survived a snowplow accident. And speaking of Barbie, the film continues to make headlines as the 2024 Golden Globes nominees were announced today. Barbie is up for Best Picture Musical slash Comedy alongside American Fiction, Air, The Holdover, May, December, and Poor Things. In Best Picture Drama, Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and The Zone of Interest are all looking ho- are all looking to take the are all looking to take the award home. The Golden Globes have been under fire for the last few years after a report from the Los Angeles Times found racism and bribery in the voting body. The Globes returned to the screen last year, and this year more changes are expected. A for-profit called the Golden Globe Association was formed, and it says they are looking to continue charitable giving and efforts. And the organization that originally founded the Globes says that the voting body this year will be more diverse. The Globes will be held on January 7th, 2024. Now's your chance to own a piece of the iconic New York City subway. That's right, Liam. The MTA is hosting a memorabilia and collectibles pop-up this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Visitors will be able to purchase subway signs, maps, poles, as well as exit and no-entry signs at the shop. The event will take place in South Brooklyn from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., and you must RSVP on the MTA website. On this day in 2016, Bob Dylan made history, but not in the way you would have expected. He's the first ever songwriter to receive the Nobel Prize for Literature. He's not a traditional poet, but he is known for creating poetic imagery with his writing. Dylan was shocked to earn the award. He famously said he thought his odds of winning the prize were the same as him standing on the moon. The war between Israel and Hamas is causing chaos and sorrow around the world. But one bar in Bushwick, Brooklyn, is using music to help people heal and cope. WFUV's Leah Mallory has the story on Starbar's special concert hosted in support of Palestine. On October 7th, 2023, the militant Palestinian group Hamas launched a surprise attack on Israel, resulting in the deaths of more than 1,200 Israeli people. Israel responded immediately by declaring war on Hamas, carrying out a military campaign that resulted in over 12,000 Palestinian deaths. Tensions between the regions have only escalated, 
drawing the attention of people across the globe who have expressed their outrage at the politics and senseless killing. Many have channeled their frustration into protest. Here in New York, people are taking a stance. I went to Star Bar, a small bar in Bushwick, Brooklyn, where I learned about the power of music and its ability to connect people during a time of tragedy. What's happening here tonight? Tonight there's a concert for Palestine uh, in support and solidarity, also a, a moment of getting together uh, to mourn, to pray, to support each other and to show everybody that uh, we're uh, here for a common cause, which is the good cause. That's Raimundo Atal, a local artist, environmental economist, and organizer of the concert. Atal says it's important for him to have a space for people to sympathize, connect with others, and to increase awareness. And it's open to anyone, whether or not they have a personal connection to Palestine. Atal is of Palestinian descent and has a personal connection to the war. He says he has family in the West Bank, an area of land bordered by Israel and home to about 3 million Palestinian people. And uh, I am connected, I have family in the West Bank that actually I have not been able to get in touch with in the past few days. I have friends all over, uh, so it's a, it's a very personal thing for me. We are all very depressed. Uh, people in Palestine that were in touch are, are extremely depressed and worried because the prospects are very dark. So this is, I think, an important moment to, to, to soothe the soul and to say we care, strengthen the network, and, and keep going in the struggle that is so hard and, and long. Joanna Matry, a musician, teacher, and fellow organizer, explained how the role of the artist is needed during this dark time. I think in a time of a lot of pain and suffering throughout history, music has been a way to help heal and put out kind of a positive energy. There's so much death and suffering and what little we have as artists, we'd like to channel as best as we can to make some kind of difference and, you know, honor the moment. Making my way through the dimly lit, cozy space, I met Pauline. She doesn't have a personal connection to the war, nonetheless feels frustrated about the events that have transpired. I don't have like a family member or like someone that's been like killed or anything like that, but I am feeling affected when you're like, you know, what, oh, what's going on and you feel a bit like you cannot do much from here. So that sense of frustration, I think, is affecting me personally. Feeling a little hopeless? A little bit, yep, yep. And Ava Las Vegas was one of the performers at the concert. She says her music is made up of traditional songs from her home country of Venezuela. It's folkloric music that she's put her own personal spin on. Even though her music touches on the Venezuelan experience, she says the themes are applicable to what's going on in Palestine. The messages within her music can transcend, no matter the language. This music just basically explains the day-to-day of the regular person. That's what I like to sing about. The poetry in it is incredibly beautiful. The imagery is incredibly beautiful, even though it's very colloquial. Las Vegas says that she's performed in benefit concerts for Palestine since the 80s. She expressed her frustrations with the conflict. 
you know, and I never thought that until 2023, I was still, man, and this is like the worst he's ever been. I know that what I want right now is for the death to stop, the killing, you know, to stop. All proceeds from the concert will go to the Center for Women's Legal Research, a feminist organization in Palestine. As the Israel-Hamas war continues, people can try to cope with their frustrations through art. Poetry, paintings, and music are ways people can come together despite the divisions taking place across the world. You know, we have music to fill our days. It's like medicine. It's like really good food, you know. With WFUV News, I'm Leah Mallory. That was WFUV's Leah Mallory talking about how the power of art can help people cope during times of tragedy. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for the latest news and exclusive interviews and feature stories from FUV. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Isabel Danzis. And I'm Liam Dahlborn. And that's What's What. What's What.